This is a continued reading of the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly's 2016 edition of our Book of Church Order. We continue reading in Section 8 of Part B, B81, Section 8 Concerning Church Governments, B81, Church Government and the Several Sorts of Assemblies for the Same, A. Christ has instituted a government, and it is the ecclesiastical governors who are to govern in the church. To that purpose, the apostles did immediately receive the keys from the hand of Jesus Christ, and they used and exercised them in all the churches of the world upon all occasions. B. And Christ has since continually furnished some in his church with gifts of government, and with commission to execute that government when called upon. C. It is lawful and agreeable to the word of God that the church be governed by several sorts of assemblies, which are the presbytery, the session of a particular congregation. Sessions are lower courts of the presbytery, the synod, and general assembly. B. 8.2. Of the power in common of all these assemblies. A. It is lawful and agreeable to the word of God that these several assemblies have power to convene and call before them any person within their several bounds whom the ecclesiastical business which is before them does concern. B. They have power to hear and determine such causes and differences in a lawful and orderly manner. C. It is lawful and agreeable to the word of God that all these assemblies have power to dispense church censures. Section 9, Presbyterial Assemblies, B. 9.1 The scriptures hold out a presbytery as a church, B. 9.2 The word of God holds that a presbytery consists of elders and deacons, but only the elders vote as the ruling authorities of the church. The deacons are automatically extended floor privileges on all matters that come before this ruling body. In the RPCGA, a presbytery may ordinarily be constituted with a minimum of two particular congregations and four elders. A presbytery should ordinarily reorganize itself into two presbyteries when it has more than seven particular congregations. All such constituting of a presbytery, reorganizing of a presbytery, and exceptions to these ordinary requirements require approval from the General Assembly. B. 9.3 The scriptures also hold that more than one particular congregation may be under the jurisdiction of one presbyterial assembly. B. 9.4. This proposition is proved by instances. A. Of the Church of Jerusalem, which consisted of more congregations than one, and all these congregations were under one presbyterial government, it appears thus, 1. The Church of Jerusalem consisted of more congregations than one, as is manifest, A. By the multitude of believers mentioned, in different places, both before the dispersion of the believers there, by means of the persecution, and also after the dispersion. b. 
by the many apostles and other preachers in the church of Jerusalem. And if there were but one congregation there, then each apostle preached but seldom. C. By the diversity of languages among the believers, mentioned both in the second and sixth chapters of the Acts, does argue more congregations than one in that church. 2. All those congregations were under one presbyterial government because a. They were one church, b. The elders of the church are mentioned, c. The apostles did the ordinary acts of presbyters as presbyters in that church, which proves a presbyterial church before the dispersion of Acts 6. And D, the several congregations in Jerusalem being one church, the elders of that church are mentioned as meeting together for acts of government, which proves that those several congregations were under one presbyterial government. 3. And whether these congregations were fixed or not fixed in regard to officers or members, it is all the same as to the truth of the proposition. 4. Nor does there appear to be any material difference between the several congregations in Jerusalem and the many congregations now in the ordinary condition of the church, as to the point of fixedness required of officers or members. 5. Therefore the scriptures hold that many congregations may be under one presbyterial government. B. In the instance of the church of Ephesus. 1. There were more congregations than one in the church of Ephesus because a. Of Paul's continuance in preaching for the space of three years during which the special effect of the word is mentioned b. A distinction between Jews and Gentiles, and thus a reason for Paul's stay at Ephesus until Pentecost, and c. The mention of a particular church in the house of Aquila and Priscilla, then located at Ephesus. Considering all of these points together proves that the multitude of believers did make more congregations than one in the church of Ephesus. 2. There were many elders over these many congregations as one flock. 3. These many congregations were one church, and they were under one presbyterial government. B. 9. 5. Definitions. A. A mother presbytery is a presbytery which is involved in a mission work that has mission presbyteries under its oversight. All elders of the mission presbytery are members of the mother presbytery, but do not count toward the quorum of the mother presbytery if distance makes attendance a great burden, and thus unlikely. B. A mission presbytery must be defined by the mother presbytery. Mission presbyteries shall not have the right to vote at synods or general assemblies. C. A mission presbytery may become a full presbytery, if after two years from the date of approval to become a mission presbytery it has shown stability, overall growth in the number of elders and churches, ability to govern itself biblically, continuous adequate communication and records from its proceedings, a desire to become a full presbytery, and a willingness and capability of sending delegates to the General Assembly. It must otherwise qualify for presbytery status as any presbytery must. D. 
when it qualifies, the mission presbytery may then petition its mother presbytery to become a full presbytery. Upon granting their approval, the mother presbytery must then petition the General Assembly for its approval. E. General Assembly must test the mission presbytery seeking full status by questioning them as to their knowledge of the Book of Church Order, knowledge of Robert's Rules of Order, and ability to apply the Bible and the Book of Church Order to various case scenarios. F. All ordinations must be approved by the Mother Presbytery. Documentation should be by tape recording for review by the Mother Presbytery Presbytery's Credentials Committee. Nor, no ordination is valid until approved by the Mother Presbytery. B96. Joining and receiving of a presbytery. A. The Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly and the uh, Presbytery agree to this two-year covenant of union as provisional. The name of the Presbytery agrees to enter into provisional membership for two years and abide by the Book of Church Order of the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly, except to the stipulations as noted in this document. C. At the end of the two-year provisional covenant, the Presbytery to be received will then give a 30-day written notice without cause prior to such and such a date that they are staying or leaving the relationship with the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly and will be permitted to withdraw without censure from the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly. D. Any pastor or doctor, that is, teaching elder, church governor, that is, ruling elder, or deacon who desires to stay with the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly will be permitted to retain their status with the denomination in a designated presbytery and will be permitted to withdraw without censure or interference from the presbytery that covenanted. E. Any congregation of the presbytery that covenanted that desires to stay with the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly will be permitted to retain their status with a denomination in a designated presbytery and permitted to withdraw without censure or interference from the presbytery that covenanted. F. At the end of the two-year provisional covenant, the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly will then give a 30-day written notice prior to such and such a date that they will accept or reject as permanent the relationship with the presbytery which covenanted without cause. The presbytery that covenanted will supply to the General Assembly moderator and stated clerk a copy of the minutes any presbytery meetings held during this provisional status for review. The Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly will supply the Presbytery to Covenant with a copy of the General Assembly Minutes for their review. B97, Transfer of Officers. A. The Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly agrees to transfer without examination all officers of the Presbytery that covenanted into the Reformed Presbyterian General Assembly Church General Assembly under the stipulations of this document. B. The officers of such presbytery agree to take the vows of ordination required of their respective offices as required in the Book of Church Order of the RPCGA. C.
C. All officers will put in writing any scruples concerning the Westminster Standards of the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly. D. No offices of such a presbytery shall hold office, sit on a commission or committee at general assembly level during the two years of this provisional union. However, all officers of such a presbytery may sit on a committee as an ex officio member. They can address dress issues but not vote. If appointed by the moderator of the General Assembly and their willingness to serve. E. After the two-year provisional union, if such a presbytery determines to permanently associate with the RPCGA, those officers who have met the educational requirements will be granted full status with the RPCGA. F. After the two-year provisional union, such a presbytery, if it determines to permanently associate with the RPCGA, those officers who have not met the educational requirements will be listed as provisional until those requirements have been met according to the Book of Church Order of the RPCGA. G. All deacons of such a presbytery shall be examined as to their office by their presbytery according to the requirements of the Book of Church Order of the RPCGA. During this provisional union, and such accepted exams will be given full status with the RPCGA if such a presbytery determines to permanently associate with this denomination. B. 9.8. Voting, Motions, and Privileges, Sessions, Presbytery, and General Assembly. A. All pastors, doctors, and church governors of such a presbytery shall maintain their offices and the right of voting in their sessions and presbytery during this two-year provisional union. B. During this provisional union, the pastors, doctors, and church governors will not be permitted to vote at the General Assembly individually or as a presbytery. C. There shall be no motion sent forth by such a presbytery nor received by the RPCGA from such a presbytery during this provisional covenant. D. At the General Assembly, the pastors, doctors, and church governors of such a presbytery shall be given floor privileges to address any issue once or to ask for clarification on an issue while being considered during the business of the denomination, unless they are given questions that need to be responded to before the assembly. E. All recommendations for better preserving of this denomination may be made by such a presbytery and shall be sent to the moderator and stated clerk of the General Assembly and a copy to the chairman of the Office of Civil and Ecclesiastical Council. F. After the two-year provisional union, if such a presbytery determines to permanently associate with the RPCGA, those officers who have met the educational requirements, according to the Book of Church Order, will be granted full privileges at General Assembly of the RPCGA. G. After the two-year provisional union, if such a presbytery determines to permanently associate with the RPCGA, those officers who have not met the educational requirements, as stipulated in the Book of Church Order, will still not be permitted to vote at the General Assembly, but may address issues under privilege of the floor as noted under the provisional status of their office, as stated in the Book of Church Order of the RPCGA.
H. After the two-year provisional union, if such a presbytery determines to permanently associate with the RPCGA, all officers of such a presbytery who have not met the educational requirements of the Book of Church Order of the RPCGA shall continue the right to vote in session and presbytery, but not on matters sent to them from General Assembly. I. After the two-year provisional union, if such a presbytery determines to permanently associate with the RPCGA, such a presbytery shall be permitted to vote as a presbytery on matters sent to said governing bodies by the General Assembly for a vote.